Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. And hi, you're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn. This is obviously Andrea Adams Miller, not Ken Rashawn yet. Um, we have a really exciting show for you. As you guys know, Ken is the founder of the Keep Smiling Movement, and I am the executive director. And it has been our passion to really amplify goodness in the world. And one of the reasons that we have the Amplified Radio Show with Ken Rashawn is to really showcase people who they are, what they're doing, and really putting them out out there in the world so they can be bigger and better because they make a positive impact on other people. And I also wanted to uh, thank our sponsors as well. That's Big Events USA, The Umbrella Syndicate, The Red Carpet Connection, Voice America, and the Keep Smiling Movement. So today we're going to be talking all about how do you really amplify goodness and get the capital, the funding, the backing to make those dreams become a reality. Well, we're going to be sharing that information with our fabulous guest. His name is Eric Bechtold. Now, Eric Bechtold and his team, they're responsible for the creation of a new platform called Follow Funding. Now, Eric has a degree in marketing and mass communications, and he graduated from University of Kansas in 99. But while working on the agency side, he was contributing to advertising campaigns like Blue Bunny Ice Cream, Super Yum, um, Hill's Science Diet, I suppose that's also super yum. (laughs) Sonic drive-ins and the Kansas lottery before breaking away to form his own consulting agency in 2004. Now his agency mainly focused on the development of automated direct response marketing funnels for the direct sales industry. But Eric was inspired to start follow funding in 18, 2018, because he was seeing how many people were failing to get funded in the mainstream crowdfunding space. He really had a passion to see how can I help these people? And he knew there had to be a better way. And he became obsessed with providing a solution. Well, thank goodness for people like him, because follow funding is the result of this passion, this drive, this obsession to help others. And that's why Eric is so connected to who we are because with the Keep Smiling movement, it's all about other people lifting them, amplifying goodness, inspiring greatness, and really creating happiness and smiles, which Eric is determined to do. So, Eric, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you. Awesome to be here, Andrea. Thank you very much. It's my honor to be here. Well, I had to giggle because when I said Blue Bunny was yummy, I got to think in Hill Science Diet had to be yummy too to, to some dog. <laughs> <laughs> My dog loves it, that's for sure. Yeah, that was a, a good time working on those accounts. Um, got to really cut my teeth working on some national accounts. Sonic was the biggest account, obviously, in that list, but um, Blue Bunny was definitely the funnest, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, I love that. You know, and um, really I see that working on those corporate campaigns really give you an opportunity to play at a different level when it comes to working with other people and allowing other opportunities to come in where people can uh, play and um, have fun, you know, figuring out how do I help other people besides corporate? You know, how do I help the underdog? And uh, so why don't you start off with telling us, you know, like, when did this first become a reality to you that there, there people were struggling so bad with trying to get crowdfunding? How did it even show up into your world? Well, you know, I was looking at the space. I've been kind of paying attention to crowdfunding for a while. But I'll tell you, the, the honest answer to that is the, the reason I really got excited about it was a buddy of mine was crowdfunding a brewery that he was starting, of all things. He's a really good guy, just wanted to, to have this, you know, it was his dream and something that he was doing. And I was just watching him struggle in the space. He got a little bit of, he actually started with an Indiegogo account. And it's, had it started getting a little bit of activity, obviously his friends and people around him wanted to support him, so they gave him some money and helped him kind of get going. But then he quickly fell into what I call the valley of death, which is in crowdfunding, it's kind of after that first month or two, 
you get into a spot where you kind of figure out, hey, you know, now I've got to go out and find people who don't know, like, and trust me and get them to donate. And uh, that's where it gets a little bit more difficult. So I started studying that process, and I noticed that is a huge problem. In fact, I, I believe it to be the number one problem plaguing the crowdfunding industry is that kind of valley of death. So, you know, that's what we went to work on fixing at Fall of Funding. Well, I'm sure um, starting with beer will make anybody happier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, and a lot of great, you know, obviously there's a lot of great um, causes that are being funded on, on crowdfunding, you know, that are still struggling as well. It doesn't, a lot of times it doesn't matter how great the cause, it just comes down to if you have to do the marketing, if you have to be the person that gets the idea out there, that's not in a lot of people's wheelhouse. They struggle with that type of, of, of work, you know, you know, they're trying to do something else, not maybe become a, a professional marketer. And, you know, I started noticing as well, there's a lot of industry that has sprung up around the crowdfunding space. There's a lot of marketing companies that take a big portion of what those individuals are able to raise to help them with their campaign. So obviously there wouldn't be that big of an industry in that situation if there wasn't a defined problem. And uh, again, that's that's what we got excited about. And we've got a very unique solution to that problem as well. So I can't wait to, to tell everybody that's listening about that. Well, we'll go into the solution sooner than later. But Eric, thank you so much for uh, being on our show. Uh, I had lovely uh, Apple experience yesterday. My computer went down, so I have been trying to figure out how to get this backup computer to actually function for the show. So thank you for uh, being on the show and also your patience. I can imagine your friend um, who is doing, it was a microbrew? Is that what you said? Yeah, yep. So, I mean, imagine if he's an alcoholic and he really needs to get this going just for his own fix and then the crowdfunding <laughs> works out, but then the valley of death means he can't keep his addiction going. So I can I can appreciate how scary that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's yeah. He, the craft beer. The goodness. The the good thing about it is he's been a home brewer for years, so he's got a nice supply. But just taking that to the world, everybody's got their own dreams. So, you know, love to support anybody for sure. Well, I actually would like to cut to the solution uh, because then we can go a lot deeper into how this uh, impacts so many other people, and certainly uh, with the Keep Smiling movement and us having uh, so many books that need to be made this is uh, really applicable to us as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you want me to go ahead and dive into kind of what the, the idea around follow funding is and, and how it solves that valley of death? Well, I want you to dive in, but I don't want you to get hurt. And the valley of death scares me a little bit, so I don't want <laughs> anyone in the show to come out of this show with either um, feeling like they can't ever talk again. So let's, let's go ahead and just go into this really gently. Yes, okay, absolutely. So if you think about the reason I call it the valley of death is, is simply because it's a reverse bell curve in, in most crowdfunding situations. You've got some early activity in a campaign where people are talking to their email lists or talking to their social media following or whatnot, and they've got a little bit of stored energy they can tap into, so they get a little bit of early inertia but then as they go a little longer into their campaign, maybe a month or so, sometimes it happens even sooner, depending upon your, your audience that you're, you're communicating with, you get into that lull period in the middle, which is where the valley idea comes from. And, you know, unfortunately, unless you have some sort of marketing strategy or some sort of ability to get beyond your, your, um, your initial market, the initial people that know, like, and trust you, you can't really get up on that other side. But what we do see in crowdfunding, and you've seen this in a lot of campaigns that go, you know, quote-unquote viral, they can go well beyond their initial goal that they were looking for because they get a little bit of inertia and people see that they're making it towards that goal. So they get a rush of people that want to support winners. And, you know, that, that idea gets a lot more backing just because people, you know, the social proof kicks in and people see that campaign is successful and so they'll, they'll put their money that direction. But unfortunately, most people fail in that valley right there in the middle of that, that bell curve. Is that so, kind of, uh, is that kind of uh, symbolic of the 80-20 rule or the uh, chance of an entrepreneur making it anyway? Does it mimic it? It, it does. But, it, I mean, a lot of it doesn't have to do with the quality of the idea. You know, you, you can go on some of these social media, social media platforms and see things like GoFundMe campaigns and all these different crowdfunding campaigns, a lot of times, the, even though there's a lot of merit with the idea, 
it still fails just because they don't have the marketing. And I, I was looking at this uh, the other day. I saw um, who was it? I think it was one of the sharks, and maybe Damien, one of the one mm-hmm. of the sharks on Shark Tank, was talking about the snuggie. You know, the idea of the the little. Um, thing that you sit down in, you put it on your head, yep. it, you know, right. kind of the blanket with the, the, the hat thing. Well, I guess that was invented and had been pushed a couple times before it actually took off. And it wasn't the idea that had merit. It was obviously there's, there's merit there, but it was the marketing behind it and that infomercial that actually got enough awareness to really make that thing go viral. And it was a success, but it failed twice before that. So yeah, I, I Eric, think it, we're, we're talking of, about, excuse me, but Eric, we're talking about, uh, really the same dynamic, I think, with entrepreneurs failing just the same as crowdfunding. It's always the marketing. If people don't know about your great invention, I think a lot of businesses and services, their intention's good, their product's good, their delivery is possibly even good, and the problem is no one knows about it. So you're bringing the main solution, which I just wanted to interject. Could we talk about the variables of what makes this successful versus the missing variables that don't make it successful? And I know marketing is one of them. Yeah. So again, if the idea in this the, that reverse bell curve situation, the valley of death, was really the catalyst. I think every good business model solves a problem or makes some some existing situation better. So the way we came up with follow funding, and the reason it's called follow funding, is unlike every other crowdfunding platform, when somebody makes a donation to your cause to your dream cause or invention, whatever it is you're funding on the platform, they make a connection to you. So we call our our campaigns dreamscapes. Uh, So every time somebody sets up a dreamscape, they actually had to have donated to a cause in order to to post their own dreamscape. So there's a couple things going on here. There's campaign connections or dreamscape connections, but we're also a 100% pay-it-forward platform. You can donate time or you can donate monetarily. We can talk about both of those directions. But because of those connections, as somebody connects to you and as they start generating awareness for their dreamscape, because of that early inertia, you get to participate in that. It actually splits donations between causes based on those connections. So we're leveraging that early activity that happens in a very large percentage of campaigns and not really relying on marketing so much as early uh, stored energy, if you will, uh, on these people's connect, uh, uh, existing connections. Are you understanding that, that kind of concept? Totally. Yeah, that's very, okay, cool. very good. Yep. Yeah, and as people are listening, um, Eric, I want to give them an opportunity to go through and look at a dreamscape so that they see, you know, what an example is while they're listening. And uh, you and I had talked, and everybody can do this when they do their dreamscape, is actually do a dedicated page to it. So ours is www.keepsmilingfund.com www.keepsmilingfund.com and would you talk more about you know your competitors you're right they take a huge portion of the proceeds will you talk specifically about what you guys how you guys get paid and how that works for you and and how that you know basically yeah. how you're able to give so much back to other people <laughs> right right well there's most basically the way that crowdfunding companies make their money is by skimming from donations is the way that it's historically been done. So, you know, and this is one of the problems that we solve here at, at follow funding as well. So it's not just the reverse bell curve. It's also profiting from travesty, for example. So you'll see, let's say, let's just take the fires out in California that have been very prevalent. So let's say somebody's house burns down and they put up a, a campaign on a, on a mainstream crowdfunding platform and they start getting some activity, but what's happening is the company, there's two different sets of fees that are coming off of those, that, that money. The processing fees that are on every platform, I mean, it's just one of those things. If you're processing debit or credit cards, that's just part of the process. So there's, there's processing fees, but there's also platform fees that come off the top as well. So I didn't like the idea of profiting from travesty or profiting from taking money from people in the community that need it. Um, in, a, in a situation like that. So we had to, again, we kind of had to rethink the concept of how is this going to work. And what we do here at Fall of Funding, which is kind of a unique answer to that problem, is we actually use our own company, Dreamscape. So we're utilizing our own platform to fund our own platform, which is pretty cool. 
Um, and then we charge an annual $50 fee uh, that for, for any posting participant. Now, we have a, a way for people to post even if they don't have the $50 to, to donate, and we can talk about that. Um, but the idea is we wanted to take as little from the community as possible while still allowing people to have the viral capacity to, to tap into those connections. So Eric? there's a lot going on, and, and I know there's a video on keepsmilingfun.com. It's about an eight-minute video people can watch as well after the show uh, to get some more details about how that works specifically. So, Eric, you came up with uh, the, the name Dreamscape, which is beautiful, and I have a tagline for you. Um, cool. We're the dreamscape. We're the dreamscape. The rest are nightmares. So, you, you really, uh, if you point out the differences again about what you're doing and what the other crowdfunding are doing, I, I want it to really land for the audience that this is a, a huge gap, and this gap is the difference of whether they're going to have their dream happen or whether it is going to be a quote unquote nightmare. Would you? Yeah, add? absolutely. So, so you want me to just kind of give you a quick recap of the the main differences. Uh, I do. The first difference yeah. would be those connections, the fact that we actually make connections, which is the whole idea of follow funding. And our tagline, our, our official tagline, even though I like yours, is connecting dreams and changing lives because people are deciding what they want to connect to. They're finding something that's near and dear to their heart, making a donation to that individual, plat, that, that individual cause, and then making a connection so that when they're out there spreading the word about their own cause, they're in essence also helping something that they they felt worthy of donation, so so it's a really cool situation in that in that from that stance. But then the other side of things is being a hundred percent pay it forward platform is also unique because most crowdfunding is kind of kind of a handout versus a hand up, and you know I like the concept of helping as many people as possible, um, but these connections and and allowing people to actually decide who they want to make a donation to and making those connections really helps through that valley of death and helps solve those problems as well. So there's a lot going on, but um, I, I kind of want to talk about the, um, the freeway people get in as well in case they don't have the, the capacity to make a monetary donation. Well, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, well, so. that's just a, it's, it's there because everybody's in a different place. Some people listening probably have more more wherewithal than others. So we wanted to, we wanted to make a platform that helps everybody. Um, okay, so so I'm, I'm at your beck and call. You tell me where you want to go and we'll go there. No, I, I want to hit the freeway. The freeway is the, is the great name to Dreamscape. So let's go the freeway. And then we're going to kind of go back in time and talk about who you are and how you actually grew up to be this amazing person that's allowing leaders and visionaries and influencers to become dreamers that actually cause an impact in the world. How about that? Is that a good plan? That sounds perfect to me. Yeah, Ken, that's great. All right, so the freeway is actually what we call the Cause Crusader program. So, you know, the idea was we we wanted to to make it a 100% pay-it-forward platform, but we knew some people weren't able to maybe donate monetarily or maybe they just loved a cause and they would rather really you know, make a donation, and instead of putting their own, um, their own dream out there, really link and help the initial cause as well. So the Cause Crusader program works like this. On every Dreamscape, a.k.a. campaign, you can scroll down to the bottom of the Dreamscape and you'll find a Cause Crusader link. By clicking that link, you can create uh, a connected link to that Dreamscape, and as soon as you have helped raise a minimum of $500 for that individual connected cause, we then onboard you onto follow funding as if you made a monetary donation of that amount. So we bypass having to pay the $50 annual fee, and you get onboarded in that situation. Now, the connected cause can also see all their crusaders and can see who's helping and what, what amounts are coming in from that as well. So it's really just a cool way for, you know, for everybody that feels compelled to help that community or help that individual um, really... Uh, participate regardless of what they can do monetarily. Awesome. So I, I would like to, again, just reemphasize the shortcomings of, I wouldn't call your competitors, just the people that started this concept. And mm-hmm. um, when you don't have the marketing aspect, you don't have the community aspect, you are actually really missing variables that cause success. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, so you ready to talk about your... Uh, your childhood and how you came in the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little scared, but I'm ready, Ken. 
Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I believe that every single leader and impactor in the world has a childhood that actually causes them to actually have this big vision that they live into at some point. So why don't we talk about who you are and where you're born and what your childhood was like. Okay. So I was born in Topeka, Kansas, so a Midwesterner. Now I understand and, um, why you're, now I know why you're successful. Done. You don't need to go anymore. <laughs> so I have a, a work ethic. There it is. Yeah, it no, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, uh, my, I grew up, you know, I'd say middle class family. My, my father was a hard worker. He's a radio, radiologist. So he was more, not, not like a, a doctor. He actually did the, um, the x-rays and that sort of thing at, at the, at the VA in Topeka. And my mother was a nurse. My, now, my mother, I would say, is, is like the biggest influence from a helping other people standpoint. She's like, I put her on the level of Mother Teresa. I mean, she is a, so she, she started off as, a, as an RN, helping a lot of people uh, as a nurse. And then after she retired from nursing, went to work helping uh, children that had disabilities in their home and casework and all sorts of great stuff. So I watched her really spend her life helping as many people as possible. So she instilled that idea in me, and that's one of the things that really really got me excited about um, helping people. And I kind of didn't go that route. I didn't really connect with it at first. I, I more, more or less, you know, kind of followed the, the model that most people tell you to do. You know, society teaches you to go to school, work real hard, get a degree, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, that was... That was kind of the, 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 what I fell into, and I kind of felt as I went into that more and more, and we can talk about that, you know, working at the ad agency and that kind of stuff, uh, going through college, doing all that kind of stuff. I just felt a void. I felt like I wasn't living my purpose, and um, it all came full circle back to, to this. So I've been, uh, I've been helping other people build their dreams and, and that sort of thing in a roundabout way by helping them build their businesses through marketing but I didn't feel like I was really getting to the root of, of what they wanted to do or, or to help the, the, the struggling entrepreneur, the person that was out there that had an idea that didn't have the big backing, get where they wanted to go from where they started. But uh, I've opened the can of worms. You can dig into that can and tell me where you want me to elaborate. Well, Eric, first of all, uh, I just want to applaud you. Uh, it's so important to have the integrity and the marketing, which is ampli- for us, it's amplifying goodness, and it sounds like you are as well. And then, really, the access point, and then the purpose. So, I, I just want to ex- actually acknowledge you. You seem to really be very clear of how to use your talents to help people that really need to make a difference in the world. And I can't emphasize enough to the audience that if you don't have marketing and you don't have a person like Eric that is going to guide you with a campaign and a community you probably have a very dismal chance. I mean, forget about the valley of death. I mean, it's, it's just really the dream popper. I mean, it's, it's, it's people that have this beautiful dream, this beautiful intention, even a defined purpose, but they don't actually have the community, the support system, the platform, and someone that's going to guide them into a, a campaign. And campaigns cause presence. They cause brands to be successful. So I, I just want to take a second to say thank you for what you do. That's awesome. Oh, my pleasure, Ken. That's what makes it. That's what makes it. Uh, you know, this. This is my my calling, really. That's the. That's the beautiful yep. thing about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, well, I also I, think there's a. Uh, there is a part though too. There. There are a lot of people out there that are kind of. They've bought into, kind of the broken model. You know, they're working for somebody else. They're punching a time clock. They. They have big dreams, but they don't have, a way forward, or they just feel like it's outside of their you know, outside of their wheelhouse to get there, you know, so I kind of look at follow funding as a bridge to purpose as well, allowing people to figure out what they want to do or actually dream again. You know, we kind of, sometimes you have to go back to your childhood to to even remember what having a dream was like, Um, you know, at this day and age, it's such a fast paced scenario, but, um, but it helps, you know, it helps those with purpose that already have a defined purpose and those that, you know, need to start dreaming again. That's the idea. So what would you say, uh, I'm interested in your terminology since you used the word calling, the distinction between a purpose and a calling? The purpose, to me, a purpose is what you should be doing. Um, if you take your God-given skill set, you know, what, what it is that 
you you were put on this planet to do um, that makes and I guess you could look at it kind of like uh, um, purpose to me is almost like happiness if you're if you're doing what you should be doing if you're in line with purpose then you'll become more happy and I think it also has it relates to gratitude as well you know if you wake up mm-hmm. every morning excited about what you're getting ready to do and that excitement happens more often than not then I you know then you're going to have that that gratitude as well. So I think it all, I think those words, gratitude, happiness, purpose, all kind of are synonymous and they all kind of are a good measurement of each other. Would you um, say that, uh, would you say that should could also be could be doing? Could. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, 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 I do. I, I believe a lot of people are unhappy. I mean, I, I think a lot of depression, I think a lot of substance abuse, a lot of, a lot of things that plague society are a result of people not living their purpose, not doing what would actually make them happy. I mean, when you start realizing that time's finite, you know, when you, you know, when you're a kid, you you feel like the the world's never going to end. The time is never going to run out. But, you know, as you start to get a little older and you start realizing that, you know, I've got more aches and pains, things are happening, you know, I kind of feel like you need to, you need to start moving toward it, but it's a cause. I think it's, it plagues a lot of people that aren't really building their purpose. It causes a lot of, of, of troubles as well. So, um, yeah, so, it, it, exactly. It, it, that's that's a, a root of a lot of problems. That's one of the things I'm trying to solve through through this platform. And I, I'll just close out a comment, and then we're going to go to break. So, you know, we have been really baffled and amazed at how many people have said, I don't, I don't know if I'm qualified to share my journey of life because I don't know if I have, if I deserve to share who I am, my journey in life. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're talking about here really addresses the fact that everyone has an access point to actually say, who am I, why am I here, and how do I matter? How do I provide impact and dream big, jump in, you know, the, the water's warm, the community's there to support, and you have a fighting chance and play big. So we're going to go to break right now, and we'll be back in a minute or two uh, to continue the conversation with Eric. This is brought to you by Big Events USA, the red carpet connection, of course, the Keep Smiling Movement. Eric, you are awesome. We'll be back in a minute. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to the second segment. And we are so excited to have Eric on because Eric is actually causing really the possibility of leadership, impact, and reality happening. I mean, so many people dream, and those dreams are beautiful. You hear them talk about the dreams, but then pop. There's not a system. There's not the variables. There's not the formula. There's not the platform. So we're going to take a deep dive, and even Aaron, our producer, he jumped in during the break, and he was like, this is like my dream what I'm hearing right now. So thank you so much, Aaron, for sharing your dream during the break. We want you to actually be the next, you know, rock, pet rock. I think you're the one during the Christmas season to (laughs) actually have that. So Andrea, I know you want to chime in. 
Well, yeah, I just want to remind people. So for those of you who want to participate in this, you want to help raise funds or donate to other people to raise funds towards their dreamscapes, you can go to uh, find out more about follow funding through www.keepsmilingfund.com. Keepsmilingfund.com. And back to you, Ken. Thank you. All right, Eric. You know, I... I have a reserve spot that's just so treasured. It's called Rapid Fire, and it's for all the things we want to ask that we don't have time to ask. But I, I just feel the need to ask you, who are some of the dreamers that actually made big things happen that you were inspired by that caused maybe this to all gel? And, 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 and if, it, if this is not the case, tell why you had to do this. Well, I would say one of the dreamers that I like to – that I that inspires me a lot uh, was Steve Jobs, obviously with Apple. I know we you were having some Apple issues early on in today's <laughs> well, no, it's show. He's so, dead. Eric, Eric, yeah, it's because he's I know, dead. I know. It Apple. seems like it's gone downhill since uh, since the, the passing of their of their visionary, their dreamer. But no, they'll they'll, they'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but no, just watching somebody that's looking at a paradigm, looking at how the world is, and coming up with just completely different solutions to existing, you know, existing uh, problems and, uh, and just inventing new solutions. So that was, you know, he's somebody that's really inspired me. And, you know, that was one of the things, too, when I was looking at the uh, crowdfunding space, coming up with a new way to repackage it and reimagine it and, uh, and present it. So I would say he's one of the dreamers that really, uh, really inspired me the most. But, um, yeah, if I had to pick one, he's definitely it. Okay, so yeah, 2020 is around the corner. You got a dream. Yep. You've been holding this dream for a long time, and you have some inhibition because you've kind of heard that people that have dreams don't really make it. So, what is your advice to a dreamer, and how do they have a concrete plan using not only your system but outside your system? Prepare for actually getting into your system. Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, I believe that this is work worth doing. And as I said earlier, a lot of people are. They, they feel that they have a, a deeper calling or something they should be doing, a, a better, you know, a purpose that they're not fulfilling, and that causes, to, causes them to be depressed and not, not living a fulfilled life. So it is work worth doing. Now, our platform, when you come aboard by, again, making a donation to a connected cause, what happens then is you're given a dreamscape. So you actually have a back office with a dreamscape that kind of walks you through it. We also have what we call a why workshop, which helps you kind of pinpoint what it is you want to be doing. So really taking you through conceptually how to understand, you know, understanding what it is you want to do, but then also how to paint that picture so other people can understand that as well is all covered in that workshop. Uh, And you'll get access to that uh, inside of that back office as well. So we kind of make it step by step. And like you said, everybody does need a plan when you're just out there kind of have this idea, but you don't think it's good enough or you don't want to take action on it, you know, that's all just because you don't, you haven't moved towards your purpose. I think momentum leads to clarity and every little step you take towards your dream, it starts to uncover itself and tells you more and more about what you should be doing. So you just have to have the idea in your mind that you want to make a commitment to something, to, to an actual purpose. And then we can do the work to help you really, um, flesh that out and make it more defined in your, in your mind. But the first, the first thing you need to do is just be willing to take that first step. And let's give people a, a concept of how long or how quick it could be for them to really throw this up and put it together. Okay. Well, again, if you're, if you're already, if you've already got something in your mind, you know, if you already know what you guys are doing, like the keep smiling movement, obviously you guys know what you were doing easy for you to get your dreamscape posted, but you already had momentum, you already had clarity, you already had purpose. That's easy. So if you, you listening right now already have in your mind what you want to do, it'll be very simple. So it's a wuzzy wig type of thing. You go in, um, it's easy to post your, your video, you can write a quick description, you can literally have it up and be connected to the donation processor within a it takes about two, two business days for the donation processor to go live. So you can have it up within 48 hours. It's um, very, very simple. And again, that's what it's all about. It's about giving everybody the ability to utilize it, giving everybody access. So we really built this thing and developed it with simplicity in mind. So I do have a question for you, Eric. Is there um, a survey or some ability to actually 
test that you're ready to go into this platform. And I share this from a standpoint that I'm a big social proof um, advocate. Mm-hmm. And so do they have proof of concept? Um, is there a way that their influence actually plays into the degree of success they'll have? Well, obviously, your dreamscape, the, the more people can connect with your idea, the more connections you're going to get. You know, and the idea with, with follow funding, the way you get funded faster is by making connections with other people. So the, if, you're gonna, if you want to test something that, um, that I would suggest you do is run your ideas. And this is all, again, this is all part of the, we give you support and training in the, in the back office teaching you how to do all this. But one of the best indicators is just to take somebody close to you, you know, a friend or family member, and tell them what it is you want to do. And they'll know you. You know, if they have... If they know, you know, if they have a pers- personal communicate or a personal connection with you and, and know you, a lot of times your family knows you maybe even better than you think you know yourself. You know, they'll Poss- possibly they'll let the you know. You know, that's it. kind of a nice litmus test, if you will, is just having that communication with them and seeing getting that personal feedback. Um, one of so the best family, ways of doing family it. is family is a good variable for testing because I, I I've heard so many people say that the family were the biggest doubters and that they only could imagine this quote-unquote dreamer as the person they know him to be. Right, right. And we're getting ready to come up. You know, we're in the holiday season now, so we'll probably be around a lot of family members here in the next few weeks. So it's a, it's a good idea uh, just to kind of, again, you need to, you need to make the, the commitment that you want to do something. Um, and if you know what it is, obviously you already know what that commitment is. But if you don't know what it is, at least make the commitment to exploring it. Because once you get in line with what it is you should be doing, you're going to spring out of bed in the morning, you get excited, you really want to go to work. I mean, I was kind of in a lull when I was just working in, you know, working on other people's accounts and doing all these different things and getting into the marketing minutia over the years. I mean, I've been doing that for almost 20 years. When I started working on follow funding, I just, everything changed. I don't, I work crazy hours. I'll do, I wake up early, I'll work late because I love what I'm doing. I feel like I'm in line with what I'm doing. It's fun. So that's another good indicator. If you, you know, if you get excited about doing what it is you're thinking about or dreaming about, you're probably on a good, on a uh, on a good direction. But um, you know, we do have a we do have an article that um, we could I can give you guys I can give get it over to uh, to Andrea as well at the end of this or get it over to you guys somehow. Um, that seven activities to moving toward your purpose. I'd be happy to share that with you guys if you want to throw that out there as a as a bonus for listening today. That would be beautiful for you to do that. We would certainly appreciate it. And again, to remind everyone, you're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, and I'm the executive producer, Andrea Adams-Miller. Again, we want to thank our sponsors, the Keep Smiling Movement, Voice America, the Red Carpet Connection, and the Umbrella Syndicate. And you can learn more about follow funding at www.com keepsmilingfund.com and that is our dreamscape for the Keep Smiling movement. It shows all about what we're doing to amplify goodness, inspire greatness and create happiness through smiles and uh, some other things that would be really helpful for people listening Eric. Um, the First of all, I wanted to reiterate too, like when I put my dreamscape up, I put it up within like 15 minutes um, mm-hmm. as far as the writing and what it is and you can edit it and fix it. I want to remind people that, that you know, so many times people want to be perfect and perfect is unnecessary unless you know you're doing brain surgery here okay so um, put it up there allow people people will love you anyways if you make a, a you know a grammar mistake or whatever they, they might love you more <laughs> for being authentic mm-hmm. and real uh, can you add some more to that about building it and, and people's ideas yeah you know a good a good analogy for that would be you know riding a bicycle doing something new you know we all got on our bikes when we first started riding bicycles and we got on in perfect you know we didn't have perfection we didn't know what we were doing we probably started off with training wheels and fell down a few times but you know think about all the joy you would have missed out on as a child if you didn't keep pedaling or keep trying um, to ride that bike so that's a good example of imperfect action taking action and getting the reward as a result of that the same thing here and a lot of people kind of they the, the fear of failure is, is a debilitating fear that you need to get over or you're never going to get outside of, of you know the experiences that you have currently so I would just say the best thing again and that's why you need to make a firm commitment that and especially with a new year 2020 that this is the year that you're going to actually commit to doing something 
towards your dreams and making those a reality and move, like you said, move, move forward in, with imperfect action and it will lead to a much more perfect result. Awesome. And I also wanted to add to what Ken was saying about um, talking to family, you know, through uh, the years of him and I working with people and consulting with them for business and social media and photography and everything that we do. um, We have found that people with family, um, the family tends to, especially when it's a, a big change tend to be the naysayers and uh, really don't um, see that because they do lock people in that that's who you are and that's where you need to be is wherever you used to be in your past. They, they don't, they take your past and put it in your future of who you are, or who you want to be. And so for those of you who are listening, yes, I do think it's good to talk to family. And at the same time, talk to people who are not your family because they don't have emotional ties to who you used to be or have uh, limitations to who you're capable of becoming in the future. And they're able to sometimes um, give you the capacity to dream bigger because they aren't anchors that are holding you back. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's dream, there's dream um, stealers too, you know, and you all know those people, the the people (laughs) you talk to that have given up on their own dreams. And when, when, when they see somebody thinking outside the box or doing something it's almost like it's agitating the pain that they have felt because they gave up on their dream and they push back against it. They, won't, they don't want anybody else to be happy, I guess, is kind of what it subconsciously boils down to. So, yeah, exactly right. If, you're, if, you're, if you've got some friends and family members that kind of are dream stealers and not uh, enablers in the dream side of things, then um, definitely get outside, find, a, find another sounding board. But... Um, you should have a pretty good indication at this point, especially with family, if they're if they're uh, supportive or not. Absolutely. Well, thank you for saying that. It's when you ask family who doesn't support you on everything else; those are not the people to ask. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones to run from. Exactly. Yeah, those are the ones to run from because they will uh, weigh you down. And it's the people who are normally very supportive of all of your ideas and creations and thoughts and at least allow you to dream them out as far as brainstorming. Those are the ones that you want to talk to. Um, Again, you want to go to www.keepsmilingfun.com. And then can we also share with people, um, you know, when, when, how the spider webbing works. I'm calling it spider webbing um, a little more clearly about how when one funds, another one funds and how that can circle back around. Cause I did have people ask questions about that. They were, they were concerned or the or, or or they were looking at it in a different pattern, like as an MLM or something. And I'm like, well, let, let me let Eric explain that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, absolutely. So every time a donation is made, it's going to be, it's going to be divided amongst at least two different dreamscapes or campaigns. So that's the minimal split that'll happen. It can, it can also fund up to four, okay? So, I'm, so it, can, it can be split two uh, up to four. And the way that that is figured is based on the qualification, how much the person that is posting the dreamscape has donated to the community, either by effort, having raised money for somebody else, or having actually put money into it. So the best way on this, on this explanation, the best way to understand how it's split is when you go to keepsmilingfun.com, there's a donation allocation link at the top of the page. Click that, and then there's details on exactly how that works. Also in the video, it talks about that as well. So the video will kind of give you a visual. If you're a visual learner, breaks that down and shows you how that works. But it's all depending upon how much money is coming in, you know, and how and how much the individual's qualified for that is raising funds. And you know, so now now there is another answer that you guys need, and you'll see this on that donation allocation. But if there's money left over after it's allocated to four individual campaigns, it takes that money that's left over, splits it four ways, and equally divides it amongst the four connected dreamscapes. So there's never any money that goes away from the community. It's always going toward the community. And, um, you know, that's something we're doing here at Follow Funding with our own campaign as well. Anytime money comes in directly to the company, at least 50% of that, every, of every dollar that comes in, is also allocated through through the dream stream as well. And we rotate our connections. So we actually help our community get kind of automatic donations as a result of that as well, which is something no other 
No other crowdfunding platform does that. So there's lots of cool stuff. You'll see that when you watch the video on the website. So as you can hear, everybody, um, Eric has really mapped out things uh, very easy for everyone, including showing how they help with marketing as well as now we're helping with marketing as well. So we have teamed with Eric to make sure that, you know, to give him love and publicity, not only on our shows, but with the publicity work that I do and the social media work that Ken does to be able to let people know about this funding source, because the more people that know about anything, the bigger the community, the more that people are able to contribute it like I had said many a time about the keep smiling movement the keep smiling movement is our baby and the only way to raise this baby to be the leader that it needs to be in the world is by having a village help raise it and certainly uh, follow funding is one way to do that and it's extremely important and that goes for Eric's dream as well as as you heard him say that he's supporting it with follow funding as well that his own dream is within the program so that it's all together you know that everybody lifts everybody and that I love because Eric's in here with you so he's not he's not a separate person he's with you with us Um, is that how you would describe that Eric yeah you know I, I there's that old saying when people pay they pay attention I think when people get paid they pay attention so I've always I, I love the concept of when I'm out there marketing and I'm, sp- you know, and I'm spending, a, this is my baby, this is my life, this is what I'm doing. So when I'm spending my time and effort getting awareness for follow funding, we're also taking that money that's coming in through donations and funding other people's dreams just to kind of give them that little catalyst. It's not one of those things where you just want to get into follow funding and sit on your thumbs and not do anything. But if I can get you, if I can get some donations coming into you and you can see some activity happening, a lot of people that maybe don't quite fully believe in their dream will finally wake up and say, okay, I can make this happen. So that was the idea of that as well. Just making as many dreams possible and doing everything we can to make it a reality. And that is the core mission that, uh, that we're serious about. That's what we're doing. Yes, absolutely. Well, we're, um, we've only got a couple of minutes left in the show. Well, more than a couple, but we, this is our time for rapid fire. So we want to go ahead and go through uh, rapid fire right now. And rapid fire is where we ask you a series of questions. And then we're looking for you just to have a, a authentic gut response on what it is and how you would respond to these questions. And Ken already asked you a sample one, like about your mentors or who people that you looked up to. So, um, so one of the main questions that Ken really loves to know about is what are the books that you've read that have really stuck with you? And what we're looking for here is just the title of the book and maybe the author without any explanation. Okay. So what without books any the- explanation. Okay. Cause I could go in. Okay. So early on, one of the things that got me thinking about breaking away from corporate America and doing my own thing was think and grow rich, Napoleon Hill, which I'm sure you get that answer quite a bit. Um, and then once I got out of that, uh, once, once I got into my, own, into my own business and had to figure out how to make stuff work, I started studying Dan Kennedy, and Magnetic Marketing was a book I, I looked at. Um, and then once I started building, it's kind of like books find you at the right time. So once I started building Fall of Funding and I was running into all these obstacles and I had to figure out all the little nuances to make it work, I started reading Ryan Holiday's Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way, which is a fast read. I mean, I read that in just a couple hours, it seemed like. But, but again, just brilliant stuff. So if I had to rapid-fire three books, those are the three I would pick. Awesome. So one of my questions always is, is I want to know what kind of music. So what song really amps you up and gets you motivated, gets you excited about things? <sighs> Songs. I'm kind of a... It, this, this is a hard one because I, I, my genre of song, I, I, I'm on Spotify, so I just, depending on my feeling at the moment or whatever I'm doing, and I've been listening to so many podcasts, I've almost given up on music for a little bit, but I'm more of a classic rock kind of guy if I'm just hanging out on the boat or doing something that's so leisure, which I haven't done a lot of since I started building Follow Funding. But um, something um, you would I, I would say, you what's that? Something you would play if you needed lifted or motivated. Uh, I think it's Menio, You Can't Stop Me, is a song awesome. that kind of gets me excited. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. And what are uh, what is a quote that you live by? Quote. Um, 
it, it's uh, Zig Ziglar, help enough people get what they want and you'll get what you want. And, and I paraphrase that. Awesome. That is absolutely beautiful. And then uh, if you had a superhero power, what would it be? I wish I would have got these early. This is true rapid fire. Um, I normally send them out, but with you, I decided to leave you on the edge. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would think I I fly paragliders because I've always dreamt about flying when I was a kid. So I I have a powered paraglider. I strap this motor on my back and fly around. It's one of my my little escapes. That's my, uh, my sanctuary. So I think it'd be cool to be able to fly without having to strap something on your back. Oh, yeah, that certainly would be awesomely fun. And if you could travel anywhere in the world, someplace you've already been or someplace you've never been before, where would you go? (sighs) That's a good one, too. I would say um, probably Egypt, just because I like the history and I like seeing, you know, how ancient cultures navigated this world. Yes, uh, Ken and I were in Egypt a couple years ago, and it was absolutely beautiful, and um, uh, we were very happy to be there, although we were met by gunpoint, so that was a little um, (laughs) unnerving. That's cool, kind (laughs) of. It's a good story after the fact. A little safer uh, safer opportunity to come and go. Um, And so we are on our final um, moments here. Um, Again, um, Eric, uh, thank you. Um, Eric Bechtold is who we've been speaking with this hour www.keepsmilefunds oh excuse me keepsmilingfund.com www.keepsmilingfund.com that will take you to follow funding where you can um, follow along with our dreamscape and we're doing that because we want you to support and love the keep smiling movement of course you can uh, look and learn about how to create your own and do your own thing and no one is obligated to do anything that's so much choice and so much ability to do whatever you want to do and we want to thank you so much eric for being here with us and we want to again thank our sponsors of the umbrella syndicate the red carpet connection voice america big events usa and the red carpet connection and um follow funding is certainly going to be um, a big piece in our life so thank you very much for being with us any last words eric You know what? I want to just make sure we come full circle with that special gift. There's a registry. As soon as you go to keepsmilingfund.com, there's a little registry that pops up. As soon as you enter your information on that page and hit submit, you'll actually get that seven activities. So if if you know you want to manifest something, if you want to do something different, and maybe you don't know what it is, those activities will help you, even if you don't have... Um, you know, a, a bunch of people around you that uh, are lifting you up. If you need some activities to do, th- that'll help you. So I just wanted to make sure we got everybody an answer on how they can get that. But uh, my pleasure, it was my pleasure to be here. I'm so excited that, um, you, you know, you and, and grateful that you gave us access to, to talk to your community here and look forward to helping everybody manifest their dreams and helping and serving everybody the best we can and, and making it a, you know, making this world a better place. Awesome. Well, we're going to be doing that all together. So please check out keepsmilingfund.com so we can all together change the world the way we want it to. Thank you so much for listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, and we'll see, see you next Monday live on the air. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.